Okay, Parshas B'Shalach. We all know the prominent feature of B'Shalach is Kriyas Yamsuf. And uh, we will begin with the question that Reb Chaim Elajner asked the Vilna Gain. We know Chazal tell us that Hashem made a stipulation with the Yamsuf. That when Hashem created the water on the six days of creation, Hashem stipulated with it that it would have to split at the time of the Kriyas Yamsuf. So Reb Chaim Elajner wanted to know, where is this alluded to in the Chumash? And the Grah responded the following. The Grah said, if you look in Bereshus, the Pasuk says, Yikavu hamayim al-makayim echad, let the water gather to one place, and let the dry land appear. So the Vilna Gain said, what do, you, what do you mean? If all the water is gathering to one place, then obviously the dry land is going to appear. I mean, if you have water everywhere, and the water is going to gather to one place, so wherever the water isn't, what do you have? Dry land. So why would the Chumash have to say, um, the Seirah Hayabasha, obviously the dry land will appear. Says the Grav, the Seirah Hayabasha is not the dry land will appear where the water is not. It's the dry land that will appear one day where the water is. That's a remez to this Indian that Hashem made a Tanai with the water that when, that when B'nai Yisrael get to the water, the water will split for Klai Yisrael. Why? He, he's the big boss. He, he, Why a, does he have to make a tonight? In other words, that's how he programmed it. In a, instead, of, instead of making the water, and then at the time Hashem says, oh, split, and the Yam says, no, I'm not going to split, Hashem, split! Hashem already pre-programmed it. That what, what It's about, already in the Bria, it's already in creation. What about the yard they put Yeshua? Was it pre-programmed? After? This is... This is... We'll, have we'll have to talk before. about that. Now I'm going to tell you. Same I'm going to tell you a very interesting story, <coughs> and uh, about the Vilna Gaon. Now this story is uh, found in Likute Hagra on Pesach, but it's not found in its full glory there. It's actually uh, in its original form in a commentary on Tehillim, and uh, I heard. I've seen this story printed in Likute Hagra, if anybody wants to know, it's on page Reish Ayin Gimel, but um, Professor Lyman actually found this story in a very rare commentary on Tehillim. I'll tell you the story, it's a very interesting story. I actually wanted to, I called him today to tell him that it's printed now in Likute Hagra, but I didn't get through. You <laughs> didn't get the call. No, I called, but uh, he wasn't available. Okay. But anyway, the story goes like this. In uh, Russia... The queen found a precious jewel, and she was very happy that uh, she found this rare stone. The problem was they had no idea what it was. What's the nature of the stone? What type of stone was it? And they decided to, they're going to send a message and the stone to uh, Germany, to Ashkenaz, where they were known for their scientific uh, prowess and their, uh, and their uh, acumen in, in the fields of... Um, Geomology, and they sent the stone there with the message, please tell us what this is, because our Chachamim in Russia, we have absolutely no idea what it is. Okay, fine. This was Catherine the Great? I don't know. This was in the late 1700s. Okay? <laughs> so they send it to Germany. They're clueless. This, the German scientists have absolutely no idea what this is. So they have no choice. They're going to send the stone back to Russia. But uh, before they send it back to Russia, they figure, let's try one more guy. They're going to send it to Moses Mendelssohn, who 
was well known among the uh, German scholars as somebody proficient with the Talmud. Uh, obviously, in uh, the Hasidim do not uh, look fondly upon Moses Mendelssohn. In fact, it's reported that when Moses Mendelssohn died, the Kedushas Levi, who was known to find something good about anybody, he looked out the window and he said, Rabbi Sai, I want you to know, how long is Mendelssohn going to be in Gehenim? Not less than a Yoivel. So the, the people said, that's it? So they said, well, well let me tell you, a Yoivel is 50 years. And a year is 365 days. And a day for Hashem is a thousand years. <laughs> So that's how long he's going to... Anyway, so they, they send the message to Moses Mendelssohn, what's the stone? He's, you know, thinking, contemplating. He has no idea what the stone is. But he thinks now's his time, now's his chance. He's going to catch the Vilna Gain. So he says, you know, there's this very smart Jew who claims to know everything. Why don't you send the stone to him? He'll tell you what the stone is. His, uh, his uh, plan was to uh, undermine the, the Vilna Gain, embarrass the Gain. So the, they send the stone to the guy, and you know, the guy was learning even during the day with the shutters closed. He's sitting there with the Gemara. They knock on the door, he doesn't even hear it. You know, the door is open, and he's sitting there in front of the Gemara, he doesn't pay attention. Finally, they disturb him. What's the stone? He looks at it, he puts it down on the table. They don't know what to do, he doesn't say anything, they walk out. And uh, meanwhile, some kid comes in. And is playing with the stone, and the the guy has a cup of water on the table, and the kid throws the stone into the water, and the water split. Half the water was on one side of the cup, half the water is on the other side of the cup. So the girl, when he finishes learning, he looks at the the water. He doesn't notice at first. He's looking for the stone. Where's the stone? Oh no, he's going to be in big trouble if he doesn't return that stone. They're going to accuse him of stealing. Then he sees the cup. The water split. Min HaShamayim, they were Megala to the Grah, what the stone was. The name of the stone is San Perinon. The Medrash says the San Perinon stone is able to split water. Naturally, it has some kind of physical component with through magnetic fields, it splits water. So the Grah, they, they come back, the emissaries from the German scientists come back, he says this is a San Perinon stone, it has this and this property. They're Nishtoimen, they can't believe the Grah knew what it was. When Mendelssohn found out that the Gra got it, he's pulling his hair out. He's so beruggy, he's so upset. So he says, Oh, that's it! Kriyas Yamsuf wasn't a miracle! Because Kriyas Yamsuf was done with the stick of Moshe. And the Medrash says Moshe's stick was made out of San Perinon. So most men say, oh, you see, the whole thing, it's all, you know, never, it's, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't supernatural, it wasn't miraculous, it was Bedar HaTeva. So the Gra says, you happy Kairos. You have to look at the Pesukim. The Pasuk says, Hashem says to Moshe, Hore mismatecha, raise up your stick. Raise it up, but don't make sure it doesn't touch the water. That's why the Torah says by, by Kriyas Yamsuf, Hore mismatecha. Hore means move it away, so that everyone should see this is a nace, and it's not, uh, it's not natural. A natural. And uh, Mendelssohn was not happy with that response, but this is the Misa that appears in some commentary on Sefer Tehillim, and it's uh, recorded partially in the Sefer Likute Hagra on page Reish Ayin Gimel. Do Did we it know what today the San Perinus is stoning? Probably it not. <laughs> I mean, isn't that long ago, such a stone that has that kind of property? It's probably in the world someplace in Russia.
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not that at one stone. Is there any other reference to this anywhere else? The Medrash, the Med- the, Med- the says that the Moshe st- stick was made out of Samparina. Yeah. Okay, Ra- Rabbi said, I want to show you something else. Look at number five. Okay, a chiddush, very big chiddush. Vayar Yisrael sayar hagdayla. Yisrael saw the great hand. So the Zayar comments doesn't say Vayar bnei Yisrael, Vayar Yisrael. I perish b'Zayar Yisrael Saba. Refers to Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu saw Kriyas Yamsov. Vasep is Yaakov Avinu, and Avram, Yitzhak, and ya- Avram and Yitzchak, they, they didn't make it that day. In fact, the Chsam Sefer asks, if you look in uh, those who say Tehillim, in Parak Ayin Ches, there's a Pasuk, Neged, Avoisam, Asa, Pele. God performed miracles in the presence of all the Avais. So why are we picking on Yaakov Avinu? Vikasha says the Chsam Soifer and the Drosha's Chsam Soifer for Pesach, page 542. Says the Chsam Soifer, why, did, why does the Zayar specify Yaakov more than the other of us? Haksiv and Tehillim, Neged, Avoy, Samasapel. Vyeshleimar. You can answer the following. If you look in the Sefer Masay Roikeach, some service says, Pimasha Kosa, the Sefer Masay Roikeach, the Mesechas Psachim. If you look in the Mishnayas, in the back of Psachim, you have something called Masay Roikeach. How many hours are in the Yomtif of Pesach? Well, Midairai, so you have how many days? 168. Right. Hmm? 168 hours. 7 times 24 is 168. But already the Yisrochamed starts, Chatzois on Erev Pesach. That's another. Six hours, 174. Plus the Chachamim added on one more hour from 11 to 12. 175. 175 hours in Pesach of Yisra Chametz. That's uh, Yaakov's age, I if, mean Avram's age. Right? If you look in the Torah, we have three Yamim Tavim. Shavuos is Keneged Yitzchak. Sukkot is Keneged Yaakov. Pesach is Keneged Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu lived 175 years. Pesach has 175 hours. So the, other, the others don't match up on hours, right? No. Just the way hours. Just be happy with one. That's, oh, okay. uh, you know, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Yeah? So how old was Abraham when Yitzchak was born? 100. 100. How old was Yitzchak when Yaakov was born? 60. 60. So in what year of Abraham's life was Yaakov born? 160. Hour 160. Let's figure out what hour of Pesach was Kriyas Yamsov. It was on the seventh day. It was on the 160th hour. Well, the seventh day. In other words, three hours in the last watch of the morning. In other words, the last watch before the morning. Three hours before 6 a.m. It was 3 a.m. 3 a.m. is what hour of Pesach? Hour 160, the hour Yaakov Avinu was born. So that's what the Zayar means. Why did Hashem show Yaakov Avinu Kriyas Yamsuf? Because Kriyas Yamsuf, which was Chesed and Rachamim, was in the Zuchus of the birth of Yaakov Avinu that occurred at that moment. Very interesting. Some says, It's brought down in the same Master of Pesach. From midday era of Pesach. Zman Bir The time of the destruction of the Chametz. At Soif Zayin Yamim. Till the end of seven days. Bishah Achah Soisifu Chazal Kodim. Chazal added one hour. 
Yesh Kuf Ayin Hei Shais. You have 175 hours. Neged Shenoisav Shel Avraham Avinu Al Hashem. Says Chasam Soifer Veniroli Shenivka Hayam. The sea split. Venitpu Mitzrayim. The Mitzrim drowned. Venoishu Yisrael Klal Yisrael was saved. Be'ashmoyres Haboiker. In the morning, shall Yom Zayin shall Pesach of the seventh day of Pesach. Shaz who kuf samach shais, which was hour number one sixty, right? Shay Avraham ben kuf samach when Avraham was one sixty. No lad Yaakov, who was a chus leidasai shal Yaakov. It was the merit of the birth of Yaakov. Shehumidas harachamim, which is a character trait of mercy. Noishu Yisrael, Klal Yisrael was saved. Al king siv. That's why it's written Bayar. Yisrael, Saba, Esayad, that is why Yaakov Avinu specifically was shown Kriyas Yamsuf. I would like to suggest a new reason why specifically Yaakov Avinu was shown Kriyas Yamsuf. And that is based on something we learned this morning in Masech Damakos. That when you bring Bikurim, what do you say? Arami Oibidavi. You talk about Lavan. Fine, you talk about Lavan. Beautiful. The night of Pesach, who do you talk about? Arami Avi Avi, Lavan. Could someone tell me? Arami Oived, he tried to destroy. Lavan Bikesh, Lakar Sakoil, right? Aye, with an Aleph. Yeah? I have a question for you. Could someone tell me what in the world are we doing the night of Pesach talking about Lavan? We have nothing better to talk about. We don't have enough Divrei Torah to say we have to talk about Lavan. Who cares? We were talking about a Kodesh Baruch Hu saving Ben Yisrael. From Mitzrayim. Man, that was a bigger name. That's the time? Why? So talk about Barashas Bar like him. I mean, you're talking about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We're talking about the history, how the Israel started, not, not how the do you, world. Do you, talk about, do you talk about Yoshua um, going to Israel? Do you talk about the history? We're talking about Klai Yisrael leaving Mitzrayim. What does Lavan have to do? Who cares Lavan wanted to destroy? He chased after Yaakov. What does that have to do with anything? So what? He's worse than Parshkoyach. So if he's worse than Parai, then we shouldn't talk about it at all, because that's undermining Yitzhak Mitzrayim. It shows what we went through and how we uh, developed into but a nation. There's no, there's no Indian of talking about I the history of Klai Yisrael. That what, what happened to us with Lavan was on the level of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But if it's... it's uh, okay. So then what are we talking about the night of okay. Yitzhak for? What would you talk about on the night I would of talk about leaving Mitzrayim, which is the mitzvah. Why do we talk about Lavan? Says the Gra. Says the Gra. Listen. Says the Vilna Gain. We have a concept. Whatever our forefathers did was the pre-enactment and the paradigm to what happened to us later. Klal Yisrael going down to Mitzrayim, right? We all went down to Mitzrayim. And after we, when we were in Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim was struck by the Mate of Moshe Rabbeinu, yeah? We ran away for how many days? Three days. They caught us on which day? The seventh day. And we left with all the cash. Right? Cashing in at this, right? We left with the cash. We're, which one of our Avais did the exact same thing? Where he caused someone to lose everything with his stick. He ran away for three days. He was caught on the seventh day. And he cashed in on the other person's wealth. Yaakov and Lavan. 
Yitzia, and in the in the end, Yaakov Avinu goes through the Yam. Kibimakliv of Artias Hayadin Azeh. Says the Vilna Goyin, what created going down to Mitzrayim? The Makois with the Mata, running out of Mitzrayim for three days, and them catching us on the seventh day, and ultimately leaving with all the wealth. What created that was the interaction between Yaakov Avinu and Lavan. Lavan tries to destroy Yaakov, the Mitzrayim tried to destroy Klai Yisrael. Yaakov uses his stick to take all the wealth and to destroy Lavan. Moshe Rabbeinu uses a stick to destroy Mitzrayim. Yaakov runs away. Yaakov Avinu peels the stick, and through peeling the stick, he gets all the speckled, the spotted, the striped, the polka dotted, right? Says the Vilna Gaon, look at number two. Yaakov, the Lavan. Was the stick that Yaakov used the same stick that Moshe used? No, I think he had a few. I don't know. We have to say that. Possibly. I don't know. I don't remember. Yaakov and Lavan, Dugmas Yisrael ben Mitzrayim. Yaakov says the Gra. Yaakov and Lavan were the paradigm of Klai Yisrael ben Mitzrayim. Kamay Sha'amru. Maseavoy Simulabanim. What happened? Golos Yaakov. Yaakov was exiled. Ba'achar kach lakach eskoruchushai. Yaakov was exiled and then he took all of Lavan's money. Kamay Sha'kasav. Hinei Ra'isis Kasar Shalavan. Yaakov took everything that belonged to Lavan. Similarly, Vachin Mayinatsalis Mitzrayim. And with the stick, Lavan was struck down. And just like Yaakov ran for his life, Yaakov came to Mitzrayim. Like the Zayar tells us, skip a line. And Yaakov ran away for three days. So to Kalisa ran three days. Lavan caught up to him on the seventh day, like it says in this week's parasha, The entire episode, says the Grub, Yaakov and Lavan is the paradigm to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and the Kriyas Yamsuf. Therefore, when you talk about the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, what do you have to talk about? Arami Oibidavi. Because this is not just like the background, this is the creation of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's why he was struck with his money. Yaakov. By the way, the Gras says an interesting thing. Not Bakoil, not Mikoil, Koil. Who's Koil? Yaakov Avinu. Right? Another, so therefore, what we'd like to suggest is when it came to Kriyas Yamsuf, Hashem schleps in Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov, look what you did. Look what you did. So that's possibly another reason why it says, Vayar Yisrael, specifically Yaakov Avinu, because he was the one of the Avais that set into motion the historical pre enactment of this event. Okay. Let us move on. Let us move on. There's a very interesting uh, medrash that says the following. <clears throat> the medrash says on the words Hayam Ra'avayanas the sea saw and it fled. So there's a medrash plea and the medrash plea says Ma Ra'a, what did the sea see? Yeah, what did the sea see? Braisa de Rabbi Shema Ra'a it saw the Braisa of Rabbi Shema. So, huh? It saw the Bryce of Rabbi Shema, and that's why it fled. 
I mean, w- that's why the sea split, because it's so the Bryce of Rabbi Shmuel is brought down in number six in the Sefer, Kihilas Yitzchak, Pashas B'Shalach. One of the things that are mentioned in the Bryce of Rabbi Shmuel, we learned about this morning, Kavachoymer. So the Kihilas Yitzchak quotes from the Abezdin of Slutsk. He says like this. It says, Hayam Rav Ayanas. The sea saw and it fled. Hayardain Yisav Liachar. Oh, but how do you read it? Hayamra lashan avar, hayadin yisov liachar lashan asid, yisov willfully. Why? It should say hayadin nosav liachar lashan avar also. So the kilas Yitzchak brings down. The pasuk says like this: What did the sea see? Hayamra vayanas. You know what the sea saw? He saw. Hayarden Yisov, that in the future the Yarden would split. For who? Yeshua. So the Yam made a Kavachaymer. If the Yarden is going to split for the Talmud, certainly the Yam has to split for the Rebbe. So he made a Kavachaymer. That's the meaning of the Medrash, that when the sea saw the Bryce of Rabbi Shmuel, what does it say in the Bryce of Rabbi Shmuel that we read every morning? Kavachaymer. So he saw the Indian of Kavachaymer. That's why was it Hayam Rav Ayanos? Because in the future Hayarden Yisav Achar. But what, what about the idea that Hashem created the Yamsuf with the with the Tanai that He was going to do it? Yeah, but I it, have no choice in the But we find uh, we find that the the Yarden, the Yam was resistant. It was resistant. Other there's another Medrash. We talked about that in Shir that when we talked about uh, that they were created. I remember that it didn't want to do it. It didn't want to do it. There's another medrash that says, what did it see? That's no it saw Arenish al Yosef, the coffin of Yosef. Yeah. And that's why it split, because it saw the coffin of Yosef. Yeah. So, some say like this. This is brought down the Sefer Hadrash for Yo'ion of Aaron Levine. He brings down in his second explanation, very interestingly, that you know why the sea didn't want to split? The sea didn't want to split because it said, I was created on which day? The third day, the sea. You, Moshe Rabbeinu, you're created on sixth day. I should serve you? I'm older than you. I'm older than you. But when the sea saw the Aroina Shal Yosef, who's the youngest of the brothers, and they were subservient to him, so the sea got the message, you know, it's not always oldest comes first. Okay, but I would uh, like to suggest, and I probably heard this before from someone else, I don't remember who, very simply, that the Yam said, I should split. I am commanded by God to fulfill my mission, which is nature. Naturally, I'm not going to split. It's against my nature. But when he saw the coffin of Yosef Atzadik, who was able to go against his nature and resist his temptation under the most difficult circumstance. So the Yam said, if a human being of flesh and blood was able to go against his Teva, so then, uh, then I need to do likewise. Okay. Let's but, take a look. But, but it isn't, didn't we say that the Yam split their Teva because the... the, the, what, 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 oh, last the last year we learned from the Ksava... Oh, the San Perino? No, that's what we're saying. We said, no, just... Oh, oh, but Moshe... Okay. Take a look at number 10. Something very interesting. What day of Pesach did Kla Yisrael come to the Yam? The seventh day. If you look at the last Rashi in Parsha Shlach, Rashi says the following. 
Why do we have eight strings on our tzitzis, right? Count your strings. We have eight strings on the tzitzis. Why do we have eight strings? Rashi says, Keneged the eight days till Kriyas Yamsaf. And all the Mephashim, what are you talking What's Rashi talking about? Eight days to Kriyas Yamsaf? Kriyas Yamsaf was on the seventh day. And Tysus, in this week's parasha, asks on Rashi, then what's Rashi talking about that the eight strings of tzitzis are keneged, the eight days that Kla Yisrael waited till Kriyas Yamsuf? Well, it's a, Kriyas Yamsuf was on the seventh day. So Tysus says, no, you're going to count from when they started preparing to leave, which was Erev Pesach, when they brought the carbon Pesach. But we see, Rabbi Sai, there is some connection between the mitzvah of tzitzis and Kriyas Yamsuf. After all, why do we have eight strings of tzitzis? Rashi says, Keneged, Kriyas Yamsuf, that happened on the eighth day. By the way, Rabbi said, there's another connection between tzitzis and Kriyas Yamsuf. Look at number 11. Tysus brings down. It says, Vihamayim lohem chayma, right? Vimina, right? Chayma is spelled without above. It's chayma. Tysus points out, chayma chasar the, the sea was angry. At Gavriel, till Gavriel came. He made it like a wall. He would call out to all. He said to the water on the right side, "Watch out! Klal Yisrael will receive the Torah from the right hand of God." Like it says, Then he turns to the water on the left side. He said, "Be careful! They're going to put the phone on their left arm." He calls out to the to the Water behind them. Be careful with Klal Yisrael. They are going to put on tzitzis me'acharehem. And the yam listened, and they formed walls. And in the, they formed actually 12 walls, and Klal Yisrael was able to see out through the windows from one wall. Well, that was fun, huh? the, talked about on the left and the right and the back. Well, there's no wall. About in front of them. Right, before there was, there was no wall. There's no wall in back of them either. Uh. They, you know, they, they went through the... So, right. so Tysus points out that from here we learn that when you're misatif but tzitzis, you ever wonder, why do you flick your tzitzis behind you, like, you know, like, you know, like slap right, the guy behind right, you? Right. Well, what's the Indian of that? May I, it comes from this Medrash. The waters behind Klal Yisrael wanted to crash down on them. And, uh, and Hashem said, the Malach said, No, Klal Yisrael is going to be Mesatev Me'acharehem. So here's the source, Taisa says, that when you're Mesatev B'tzitzis, to flip it behind you. Then Taisa says, No, you don't have to do that. Taisa uh, says, Yeah, only at the time of the Atif. In other words, you don't have to keep it that way the whole time, only at the time of the Atifa. So what we're learning is there's some kind of connection between the mitzvah of tzitzis and kriyas yamsuf. Well, what's the connection? Well, we have eight strings connected the eight days of, um, of kriyas yamsuf, and we throw the tzitzis behind us like the water that stood still for Klai Yisrael. So, four strings are a couple, it's not eight strings. Right, that's true. So perhaps we could suggest the following. I believe I once heard this also. And that is, if you look in Shulchan Aruch and Simen Chav it's really based on the Gemara Menachis. It says, "Hazoher b'mitzvah tzitzis, someone who is careful with the mitzvah of tzitzis, zoyche v'roya pnei shechina, he will merit to behold the divine countenance. He will merit to see the face of Hashem in Olam Haba. Very unique reward. 
for the mitzvah of tzitzis. Zaychev araya pnei shchina. Look in Shulchan Aruch, Archaim, Simen Chavdalet, Sifav. We find that the same exact concept by Kriyas Yamsaf, where Kla Yisrael said, Zekeli v'yanveyu elekei aviv arei memenu. So Rashi points out, God revealed in all of His glory, they were able to point to Hashem. And they said, and from here Chazal derived, even a maidservant beheld God in a greater way than Yecheskel. By the way, the Gros says, how do you see anything from this Pasuk that a shivcha, a maidservant, saw God? So the Gros says, beautiful. It says, Who said Eloike Avi? Jews who had Jewish fathers. So then why did anyone have to add, This is my God. Wasn't it enough that every Jew said, This is the God of my father? The Territ says, Not everyone there was able to say, Because not everyone there had a Jewish father. Who didn't? The Shifcha. The Shifcha. Maybe, maybe the Erev didn't experience this. But that's how Chazal derived so in other words, the mitzvah of tzitzis, the reward for it is a similar type of experience that Kali Yisrael experienced at Kriyas Yamsav, which is to be zocha, to see Pnei Hashchina. Okay, one last fart. One last fart on the parsha, And that is, there are two psukim. Let's go back to number three. Actually, number, we'll do the one from number four. We have two psukim. One pasuk says, Vayavoyu Bnei Yisrael and one Pasuk says, Interesting. One Pasuk says, One Pasuk says, The first time it says it, it's It's spelled with above. The second time it says the Hamayim Lam Chayma spelled without above, with which Chazal Darshan Al Tikri Chayma Elachema, the Yam was getting angry, it wanted to crash down, and Hashem had to hold it up. So why is that Chayma only Darshan the second time and not the first time? Why is it the first time it says Chayma it's with above, and the second time it says Chayma it's without above? So the Gras said the following: Chazal tell us in a Medrash in Shemais Rabbah, Parsha Chav Aleph. That Pesel Micha, the Avodah of Micha that Klal Yisrael made in later on in the times of the Shoftim, was actually being carried into the Yamsuf. You hear such a thing? Pesel Micha was being carried into the Yamsuf. So the Gra asks, and it's a pasuk in Zechariah. It says, "Ve'avar bayam tsara." Into the Yam went this Avodah So the Gra asks, "What?" They brought Pesel Micha into the Yamsuf? That doesn't make any sense. By the way, the Baal Turim brings down the same thing. The other by Yam Tzara is Seifei Tevois Rama, which is Gematria Pesel Micha. So the Gros says, what? They carry, they're leaving Mitzrayim, they're schlepping out Avoy Zara with them? So the Gros says, no, of course not. What it means is the thoughts of Avoy Zara, they schlepped out with them. And later on when they performed it, God was mitzarev, the thought, to the Mesa. Now who was thinking about Avodah Zarah? The regular Jews? No. It's the stragglers, the, guy in, the guys in behalf, on the back. Who made Pesel Micha? Shevet Dan. 
They were walking behind Kal Yisrael. So says the girl like this. Kal Yisrael is headed into the Yam. They're Besoy Chayam Bayabasha. You know what that means? The front part of Kal Yisrael is Besoy Chayam. The Shevet Don hasn't gotten into the Yam yet. They're behind. They're Bayabasha. So the water is not angry. So for anyone who's in the water right now is Kasher Biyasha. The Hamayim Lahem Chayma with above the Yam is not angry because Shevet Don is not in there yet. But then later on, it's Bayabosha Besaychayam. The front part of Klaiso is ready out on the dry land. The back part is Besaychayam. The Sheva done is Besaychayam. For them, the Hamayim Lohem Chema. For them, the Yam got angry at them. And Hashem had to hold it up. That's how the Vilna Goyen explains it. I have a wonderful shot.